Happy New Year, everyone. Well, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for Matt James, and he's feeling good. You want to know why? Because his journey to find love doesn't involve a hotel that might as well be located on the surface of the sun. ABC learned its lesson and has moved the show to a luxury resort in Pennsylvania. Instead of having free reign of a prop closet full of craft supplies, this place has actual daylight things to do and outdoor experiences. We won't see Matt James sweating through three layers of a charcoal gray wool polyester blend suit, but we will see him shirtless at least once per episode. Thank you. Some guy in Austin and I answer all the questions you ask yourself during the episode. For example, do you think the girl who brought a bowl of noodles and the one who brought a meatball used a coupon at Olive Garden? Is Chelsea the same height as our bachelor? Are you more attractive when you can drive a stick shift? And how much hand sanitizer would it take if someone tapped you on the shoulder with a The answer is not enough. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 196 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we're very excited to talk about Matt James's journey to find love in a place where he's not going to sweat through his tuxedo. Are you so excited? Yeah, I got to tell you, when they did that that broad shot of him on the stairs for that resort or whatever, uh-huh. I mean, I, you just <laughs> felt Tasha falling out of her freaking <laughs> chair at her her party. She was her watching party or whatever. Man, that place was nice. It was so nice. And I have looked at the website since then. And everything that it shows in the coming, stay tuned for scenes from this season, everything is from that resort, meaning that Jeep ride, there's snow skiing, there's, you can jump out of an airplane because I think they have a runway out back. Remember how he landed in an airplane at the resort? So they have a runway out back. It's just night and day different. No prop closets, no craft tables. The nematode, what's it called? The the nematolin? 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 That one. Nematolin? It's in Pennsylvania, right? As yes. we discussed it's during in... the changing of the leaves, which is yes. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what you, that's what happens when you get a little time to plan ahead. Now, Tasha's see, uh, season obviously was thrown together and they picked the the closest resort um you know what i did read uh we, we were talking about our host chris harrison moving to austin within uh within uh, driving distance of yours truly yeah and uh there was a article um i had read that said that harrison was actually pushing pretty hard to have the um uh <gasps> season filmed in austin really so, hey, just we we just ah, missed it. One of these days. He's yeah, been doing this for 20 years. One of these yeah. days it's going to work for him and he's going to say, hey, you come to me and they will. That's right. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought the resort was, um, that was the, probably the biggest star last night next to Matt James. But Yeah. Um, and yeah, the 500 yeah. hydrangeas out front with the chandeliers yeah. in the trees. Yeah. It was pretty made, nice. Uh, 
it made the uh, La Quinta look like, well, <laughs> the La Quinta. <laughs> <laughs> and you know those guys were like, really? Because Tasha, you know, sort of glistened. But those dudes sweat hard because they're just in layers and layers of suits and all this stuff. Bless their hearts. Well, did you see Matt James's freaking house? I yes. mean, Tasha got like a, a you know, a, a El Hilton Presidente. Garden yeah, she got the Hilton Garden Presidente suite or whatever oh. uh, with a bed and basically a pullout sofa in it. And uh, Matt James gets like the, you know, Frank a Lloyd Wright house. <laughs> That's made of glass, so he can watch the leaves turn, literally. Oh, Matt James, I think first impressions for me on episode one, what I love about Matt James as The Bachelor, there's a long list, but one of the main things I like about it was a theme that kept reoccurring last night as the women spoke to him, is that he's not in the franchise. So this is fresh meat. That's a terrible phrase to use, but I did it. This is fresh meat for the franchise, and I appreciate and like the fact that he's 28 years old, he's got a job, he's he's franchise adjacent, so we know Tyler Cameron, and we know that he was supposed to be on Tasha's season, but he wasn't, they pulled him out, so I, I like that fact that he's nervous, he doesn't know what's going on, he's asking for a fireside chat with Chris Harrison saying, hey, can you give me any advice? I liked all that. Yeah. He was really nervous, and I think that came across as really genuine as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, he seemed to repeat many, many times that he was brand new, as yeah. did some of the women. Now, just to your earlier comment about referring to him as, quote, meat, um, I don't think you have to apologize for that because he was referred to as a five-course meal last night by <laughs> one of the, one of the quote, ladies there. One of my top ladies did that. And I went, oh, okay. Way to go, Kayla. That's awesome. She <laughs> she did. She said he's not a snack. He is the entree and the appetizer and the dessert all rolled in one. And we can anyway, another theme that kept popping up, obviously, is the diversity. Matt James is black. His mom is white. His dad, who is no longer in the picture, left them when he was young. He is black. And so that kept coming up that the women appreciated the diversity of the cast this year. And there were a few women actually who have the exact same background as him, where they're also biracial. And you could tell he was leaning into that. That was one thing he talked to Harrison about as he he felt a certain weight on his shoulders to represent the community well. And uh, he was very nervous about that too, but... I think well, he did a great job on that one. Yeah, he did. And I think, you know, he, he's a guy that strikes me as he's obviously aware of his identity, but um, I, I don't think he's, he, he doesn't seem like someone that's preoccupied with that. You know, mm, he's just kind of uh-huh. lived his life. He had a, seems like he had a really supportive uh, mother and support system around. He went to Wake Forest for crying out loud, mm-hmm. even though he got it in as an athlete. Um, that's not an easy place to go to school. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's a smart guy. And uh, I thought, you know, it was necessary to say that obviously he's, he's the first guy they've cast that, um, uh, that meets those criteria, but I thought Harrison handled it well as, uh, you know, dad, I need to talk to you before I meet these 32 women. <laughs> the best part was Harrison was like, sure, let's go inside. And then, uh, they've already got like the fireside chat set mm-hmm, up, you know, mm-hmm. the Harrison room where he's going to dispense the wisdom. Yes, he is. Um, but I thought that what I said earlier was that conversation, 
um, I think needed to take place. But he looked really, really sincere. He looked worried about some of the pressure he was getting. He alluded to the fact that some people thinks he think he should only end up with a black person or some people think he should only end up with a white person or some people think he should only end up with mixed race. I'm sure it's been a a deluge on his social media, um, particularly for a guy that didn't ease into the series. Exactly. but yeah, I think he's a good lead. I think it, it turned out really well last night. He looks great in a tuxedo and yeah. um, seems mm-hmm. like he got a good bunch of ladies. What did you think about another one of my favorite parts from last night is whenever he walks into the room and he introduces himself and he kind of doesn't know what to do. And he said, I'd like to start with a prayer. And he Dude, prays for everybody. I'm going to get undressed. I mean, it's like... <laughs> I stood up and clapped and said, praise hands. Ever. (laughs) Like a couple of women were like, I just, you know, I need a moment. I need a moment. And I was like, wow, I never, that never even occurred to me in this setting, but good for him. And again, I loved it. Now I'm all nervous though. Cause I thought, oh, yay. I was intrigued by the fact that ABC left it in there, that he is actually saying a prayer, speaking to God, um, thanking him for the health of all of the women there and ask them to bless this experience. Amen. I am, I, that surprises me. I will say that surprises me that ABC kept that in. And so now. Well, they kept it in because of the reaction, I think. True. Right? <laughs> that's I mean, that's women, true. Like, that's true. 90% of them were, were blown away. It was like looking at an Elvis concert in the seventies or something. <laughs> I mean, he really made an impression with that. So well, it, that it impressed me too, because that's just, We've been in this franchise now. This is season 25 or or the, you know, not 25 years, 20 years, but 25th season. And he, nobody's kind of ever gone there before in that way where they're straight up praying and they left it on the air. So I thought, "Mm, good for him. I know a lot of people wouldn't have, wouldn't have chosen to do that. And so I think that is also something that he is, he is he is saying, you know, faith is important to me enough to pray over this right now, this moment. And so that's what the ne- the rest of the season, I'm just kind of thinking, oh gosh, is he going to be like that guy on Hannah's season? And is it going to get weird now? But yeah. I don't think so. I think it's, but I think he's going to handle it fine. Let, let's not get, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here because, you know, he might as well have ended the prayer with, you know, whichever three women I choose to sleep with. <laughs> Uh, I hope that one of you maybe could possibly be my wife one day. Amen. You may not. You don't know yeah. what goes on in the Look, I don't want to be weeks. cynical. Again, he it, that did seem extremely sincere. Yes. And it clearly, it was like a tidal wave across the room. They were all, um, you know, clutching their pearls and fanning themselves mm-hmm. and needing a moment. So mm-hmm. good for that guy. Well, yeah. I, I agree. I think it was genuine. Now let's talk about icebreakers, which is another one of my favorite parts of episode one of any season, just to see how outrageous these jokers are. I will say the first limo, not one girl did anything weird or wacky or kooky or cheesy. And all six of those women are front runners right now. Yeah. Um, he doesn't strike me as a gimmick guy, and I think some of those have gone so horribly wrong in the past that um, there was probably some uh, some strategic decisions made. Uh, I know we're going to talk about the most obvious one, um, mm-hmm. the lady that walked around with the mm-hmm. what was referred to on national TV um, by several different names that you wouldn't expect to hear on national TV, but essentially a sex toy. That was to me the worst one. I, agree. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I agree. 
We need to come up with a name for that so we're not having to, you know, walk around it. So pick well, a name. M- it, it was no, MJ, I don't want right? it to be MJ. I don't want it to have a name name. I just just pick a pick something and that's what we're gonna call it. Go. How about how about uh, Harrison Jr.? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Pavelka. Pavelka. I love it. I love it. Okay. Let's just start with her since we're talking about her. Her name's Katie and she comes out with a Pavelka. Now you're thinking, ha 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 and oh gross. And he kind of had an oh reaction to it. Here's the thing though. She held it the entire night and made it a joke the entire night. Not only did she hold it, she touched people with it. Yeah, she, she tapped the shoulders. Oh she demonstrated it. It had its own black box, which I think was appropriate. I agree. Thank you, ABC, Modesty um, Department. Right. Well, it says here that Katie is a banking marketing manager. Mm. Um, I think we can probably put the word former in front of that <laughs> after last night's show. <laughs> I mean, you talk about embarrassing mm-hmm. the franchise. You know, she mm-hmm. shows up at work the next morning. Um, and they're like, hey, Katie, uh, you know, Steve, the vice president, Steve, would like to see in his office. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to bring the Pavelka with her and say, what? Yeah, that's right. Here's the pack deal, up your though. Desk and all your Pavelka's in your desk. And <laughs> thanks for sh- appearing. My hope of hopes is that it does not come back in episode two. But now I'm wondering if it's. You know, remember that guy who carried around the puppet or the yes. you know, weird thing? I uh. the guy with the mask that swam in the mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And the wasn't there lo- someone in a rabbit suit or something? That <laughs> something like to... that, yes. Some yeah, guy carried yeah. around an ostrich egg for a very long time during Emily Maynard's season. Ugh. Here's the deal, though. I think it was tacky. And I would have forgotten about it had she come out and hee <laughs> and then left it alone. But it just kept making appearance and it had its own subplot. And that's where I just thought, ugh. Yeah. Now, is she smart? Because she knows having the Pavelka in her hand that also lit up and had colorful. Mm. Is she smart? Because she knows she's getting a lot of airtime. Depends on what her goal is. Mm-hmm. If she wants to get married, that's the wrong way to do it. I mean, how do you, how do you sit down with your parents and a bunch of popcorn and say, "Let's watch our love story," <laughs> you know, just or or your kids twenty years from now, right. you know, mom did the cutest thing. <laughs> Moral of the story is we don't want to see Pavelka again, but something tells me that it's yeah. going to keep popping up, even if it's the very last thing where they do the little funny. Ha ha ha! You know, like right. what's that noise? I don't know. Yeah. And then they find it in a drawer somewhere or something. You know. Well, I just, you know, I always think about this is because I know that these women, you know, well, I don't know about the twenty-nine year olds, but I know the younger ones when they get cast, they think, oh, this is my, this is my door to fame. Mm-hmm. I can be an influencer. I'm going to be an actress or whatever. And uh, you know, a lot of times in this this case, this will end up being her fifteen minutes. And yeah, that's going to be her fifteen minutes. Her, yeah. <laughs> She won't be featured on the marquee of any karaoke bar, you know, star of The Bachelor, mm. Katie with a Pavelka in her hand, you know. Well. So she <laughs> sort of precludes might, those types of gigs. She might get another type of billboard. You never know. <laughs> Let's go through some other icebreakers. I'm going to say the name and what they did, and you tell me if it was good or if it was dumb or yeah. mediocre. Okay. 
Alana was the first one. She's one of your five picks, right? That you thought was she 15. was an honorable mention because right, um, right, right. Honorable mention, honorable mention. Yeah, she had the Lady in the Tramp spaghetti thing where she brings a bowl of spaghetti, she puts one end in her mouth and one end in his, and they bite, 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 and sort of peck, kiss, and then she leaves him with the bowl of spaghetti and walks in. You're aware of my aversion to people touching my food. I'm very aware of that. Yes. Um, now. The only thing that could probably make that worse is to put my food in your mouth and then make me touch it. So I that kind of grossed me out. I mean, it's one thing watching, you know, two Cocker Spaniels or whatever the hell Lady in the Tramp were. You know, that's cute uh, with the stereotypical Italian chef laughing at them or whatever. What if I rolled my meatball to you with my nose? Does that count? Not technically yeah, well, touching. one of the girls tried to do that. Something she about putting her balls in. I mean, gosh, she did. I just, yeah. That's just a bad idea. Like that—that's a one-liner in a bar. Like when everyone's mm. had a couple pops, you know, you mm-hmm. say stuff like that. Not when you're standing on the front of the the El Nima yeah. coin or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> Nima Colin is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> uh, you're talking about Eliana. She's the one that says, "Can I put my balls in your mouth?" Mm-hmm. And then classy, for some reason, classy. she makes him. Um, I don't know, close his eyes for some reason. And she's feeding him a meatball, but the meatball is the size of a, a small dog. Yeah, I don't it a, know why it was so big. It, it had to be cold too with, with no sauce on it. So you're saying meatball spaghetti, no way, Jose. No, I, okay. anything with food like that. When she, she had it in like a Ziploc bag, you know, it made it on the plane <laughs> somewhere. I mean, it's not like she whipped that up at the El Nima Conte or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> Okay, Anna came with a bachelor survivor kit. Anna is the blonde with the big smile, very hyper, said she loves caffeine. She was at the end going, me, whenever he was choosing Alana to give her a rose. Oh, she was stressing out about it. She was stressing out, but did you notice that Alana and Anna had on the exact same dress? Um, I didn't notice that, but I did notice that when he called, was it Alana and she said me? Um, She she clearly was... um, listening so intently that she just picked up the first vowel sound she's like that's me that's me um she's very perky and i think she's gonna end up getting her heart broken she seems like a nice person but um yeah and i thought the bachelor survival kit was a good try but kind of dumb the stress ball was fine but the little red flags that she said you can put these in their hair i thought that was funny yeah no like i said it was a good try it just came a little cost is a little hokey okay Carolyn, who I'm assuming you do not remember, brought lavender. I will tell you why. Calm him down. Oh, tell me. Well, lavender, that was a good, that was a nice touch. Calm down. Ha ha, lavender, whatever. Um, So that was subtle and nice and not cheesy. So I liked her opener. But if you notice, when he gives out the final rose, they cut to Carolyn's like look of surprise and she did, she had like the worst. Like just weird look on her face and mm. the angle. She just looked horrible. I know she's going to be horrified mm. when she watched it. Not um, flattering. Yeah, I didn't feel one way or another about her. I thought her entrance was nice. I thought the lavender was a nice touch. Um, again, subtle, not over the top, but didn't work. No, it did not. She did not get a rose. Let's talk about Kayla. She's the one. She's one of my tops. She came in a an old truck. That he thought was stick shift. He thought that was very impressive. And he loves the fact that she's from North Carolina. Let me ask you this. Can Mm. you drive a stick shift? Yes. 
course you can. Um, I, I drive, I mean, I think probably I've owned a lot of cars over the years and uh-huh. probably 50% of them I've owned are stick shifts. I love driving a stick shift and okay. I don't know why people these days, I guess it's a lost art. People freak out when you, when you drive up in a stick. I remember, um, I have a little fancy car that, well, I don't have it anymore. I sold it, but Mrs. Some guy and I went out to dinner and the valet looked at me like mm-hmm. I just asked him the square root of something mm-hmm. when he, he, the valet is like this, you know, 16, 17 year old kid. And I got out and he handed me the ticket and he, he went to step in the car. saw it was a stick. And he looked at me like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, yeah. um, look up the word valet. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but I don't think any, anyone probably over the age of what? 30, 35. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we're in a weird, we're in a weird generation with that because our parents did drive stick shifts and therefore when we got cars it was you had a choice you either had automatic or you had stick shift well I got an automatic but my parents had you know the jeep is stick shift Mm -hmm. and the truck is stick shift so you and you just have to learn how to to do that whenever you live on land which is why I don't think if I hadn't lived on land I don't think I would know how to drive one but people below us so that kid's parent probably never had the opportunity to drive a stick shift so he never learned how to drive a stick shift it's very it's very weird it is a lost art and it's very impressive when you do know how to drive one well i did lose a little respect for matt james when he said he couldn't drive one but of course we knew harrison harrison could probably drive one without the clutch he could he just he just taps the little shifter and it just gets into gear without him even having to Put with his mind. Effort. This brings up something interesting about the new year. Happy 2021 fun, yeah, let's by the hope way. So. 2020 fun is what we're calling it. And mm-hmm. um, I learned that from my friend Melanie. And we, I I like to do um, a new skill every year. I think I've told yes. you this before. Have we decided and, what that is? Yes, I know what this is. It's also something that impresses me when I see people do it. And that is juggling. Wow, are we going like with bowling pins or tennis Eventually, balls? Eventually, you you start off with these little bean bags, uh-huh. according, according to the Instagram and the YouTube. Remember how we love to learn things on yep. YouTube? Uh, they say, you know, the beginners, the little children, <laughs> they're giving them these little bean bag things. So that's what I have. So I'm learning how to juggle because last wow, year was I... the Rubik's cube, solve under two minutes. And this year's juggling. So that's in my head. I'm thinking somebody out there can learn to drive a stick shift for their 2021 goal. What's your 2021? If you had to learn a new skill, what would it be? Well, now that you're going to juggle, maybe I should take up the unicycle and we can have some sort of (gasps) variety. That would be great. Eventually, Laura's teaching me because she knows how. And she said, eventually, we'll learn how to juggle six together at the same time. Because she really wants to do that, and that's her goal. So I, I have wanna, to achieve my goal before she can achieve hers. I want to do uh, the one pressure. where you guys stand like twelve feet apart, and I'm in the middle, and you <laughs> juggle fiery bowling pins around me. Or I would like to be. do knives. Can I be part of the act? Please? Oh, we I could just... ask the fire dancer girl to come that's in. Right. <laughs> she can twirl it. You can unicycle, and we'll juggle. Ah. Oh. Speaking of that, I know that we had we had uh, opined in the last. Um, podcast that sarah the um newscaster who by the way needs some foundation that doesn't make her face shine um 
just a little tip for Sarah, um, that she was going to demonstrate her fire dancing abilities last night. And I was sort of relieved, but also disappointed at the same time that she didn't demonstrate those abilities. She was one of the ones in that first limo that just got out and was very normal. And so she made a choice. She did. All right, let's move on. Kayla with the truck. Serena C. uh, tripped. Yes. Going up the stairs and said, Uh oh, I'm already tripping for you. I thought that was a nice recovery. Yeah, and she didn't fall flat on her face. She no. just stumbled. I think a stumble would be a better characterization of that. Now, did Queen Victoria f- almost fall down the stairs? Was that her? That was, yes. That was after. So Queen Victoria was brought in by four guys on the little pedestal, like Cleopatra, and sat down. Yeah. And, and she said, you're my king. And then when she left, she falls down the stairs. So she's probably even, halfway drunk then, because she was full way <laughs> drunk by the end of the night. Yeah. Well, even though they had their um, masks on, you could just see the disdain that those oh, four guys gosh, had. Yes. Like, look, you're, you're brand new, you're brand new, you're brand new. You want a job at ABC? Do you want to keep the job at ABC? We could send you back to the CW, pick up the thing, carry her in there. <laughs> no one else is filming their shows right now, but we are. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, uh-huh. uh, as you know, and we've discussed this before, I am the proud owner of Jared Pedalecki's uh, old dumbbell set. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which has come up more times than it should on the show. Now, I just we just received news a couple months ago that the Austin Film Society or whoever, she told me that uh, there was some money allocated and uh, permission given by the powers that be to film a new Walker, Texas Ranger here yes. in Austin with Jared Pedalecki as the Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Well, that that's uh, good for me because yeah. even though I'll be bothered with uh, traffic shutdowns and rerouting wherever they're filming occasionally, um, my dumbbells have just gone up in value. <laughs> they have. <laughs> Did he sign them? No, but no. Uh, maybe not, we'll see. <laughs> I'll get an affidavit or something proving up the authenticity. There you go. There you go. Well, so, congratulations. Um, that's very exciting. Did Serena C. give him anything or did she just no, fall? No, she just fell. Mm-hmm. Did she, she got a rose. Both Serena's got a rose. Both Serena's got a rose, yes. The next one is Alicia. She was in your group too, I believe, the ballet dancer. Yeah, I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. in her. Yeah, um, she kind of pirouetted to him. And and they she had a little prepackage too where she's pirouetting in the hallway, which I thought was weird. But you, you barely saw her all night long. So she 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 had her on her toe shoes and she did her thing and then you never saw her again. And she did not get a rose. I'm sorry. And- Next up is Serena P. She's another one on my top list. She's the one that brought a little step stool and then climbed on top of it so they could be the same height. Yeah, I saw a really funny meme. It was um, Will Ferrell and the elf you know, the movie mm-hmm. Elf, and he mm-hmm. was bending over talking to an elf, and it said, Mad James meeting his ladies. <laughs> That's very true. He's so tall. They kept He's saying huge. that all He's... night long. <laughs> I looked at you. He next to Harrison. I'm probably two inches taller than Harrison, and uh-huh. Mad James is still, you know, like a good head taller than Harrison. Man. He's six five, six six, something like that. Big guy. The next girl is Sine. I think that's how you say her name. S-A-N-E-H. Sine. She said something about... You're the greatest of all time. I am also the goat. And she had on goat house shoes. Bad decision. Bad decision. She's so attractive, too. Oh, and she gosh. seems sufficiently like nervous in a cute yeah. kind of way. And I thought, do you think that's what did it? Because she did not get a rose. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think she did. That just fell flat with him. Oh, my gosh. Um, you don't yeah. want like animal feet on your feet didn't look right and 
you know, goats' feet aren't that big. <laughs> they look like they should have been friends with the Pavelka. next she came in her bra and panties and said pick my dress yeah it was so i mean the, the look on those women's faces from that round window up yeah. above i think that said it all someone goes oh my gosh she's in total full-on bra and panties and some <laughs> other girl took a sip of her drink and goes at least she's got a robe on she's got a robe on here's the thing though i meant whether matt james likes it or not she then has to walk into that cocktail party in her bra and panties with her silk robe, holding her dress that he picks out with the bra pads in it already, the cups. And that right there puts her in a weird position with the other women already because they've they've completely judged her right there. She's the bra and panty girl and no one's going to take her seriously. We also have MJ, who I found adorable, coming up in a pizza car. And she said, this is so cheesy. Get it with her pizza. But then the door was locked and she kind of got embarrassed. Oh, no. And had to go out and unlock the door and then came with the pizza. I thought that was okay. She, well, no. So clearly she was put up to that and she just went with it, which I thought was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't too over the top. But when... And I can't, I can't get past the hair, but isn't there some kind of straightener or something she could do with that? Uh, like, she could, but people yeah. with hair like that need to own it. And I love I guess. it. Oh, yes, love but it. she was, um, so I thought, I thought, oh, here we go. And then the door was locked and just her reaction to it. Like she had a funny comment or whatever and just he made, made him laugh. And yeah. I thought she's got a really good sense of humor. And then there was a couple times, I guess when they try to christen the Pavelka, the MJ, mm. When she laughed about that in a good way, you know, she's clearly, um, I, I, she just struck me as a genuine yeah, person with a kind of down to earth. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, she wasn't, you know, it's like there are other people in those shows that they said, well, let's call it the MJ that would have been like, and she suggested that, you know, there would have yeah, been crying yeah. in the bathroom or something. Right. Every, Which... time, Matt, every time Matt thinks of me, he's going to think <laughs> of the Belka. You know, so, but she didn't do that. She seemed pretty well put together. <laughs> Which obviously, Matt James, initials MJ, and that somebody said, oh, you should name the Pavelka MJ. And then, of course, there is already an MJ because that's her name. This is where we're going with this, which reminds me, uh, Mari was the one who was tapped on the shoulder by the Pavelka, and she told no less than 20 people yeah, that she was a little Pavelka interrupted me with a tap on the shoulder. And ugh, so we she learned about very... that. She looks very like ex pageanty to me. Is she, she is. a pageant? She's a pageant oh, girl. Go. Yeah, there she's a pageant girl. And I mean, uh, all, maybe a Miss USA or right there, almost a Miss USA. She's high up pageant girl. Well, the dead giveaway was just sort of the whole look. But then when um, he asked her something and she's like, that's an excellent question. Yes. I, thought, I just pictured like Ryan yes. Seacrest, like, you know, how do you save the world? That's an excellent question. Oh. Oh, she's got 60 seconds to you not make so it. You are so spot on. Because I remember thinking, weird, but he asked her about the hurricanes in Puerto Rico because ah, that's where that's she's right. from. She was like, that's an excellent question. Oh, Thank man. you for asking. Yeah, she that said, is, so I thought, Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a good pickup on your part. Nice. Uh, I want to talk about Kimberly. You're thinking who? And I know because she didn't get a roast, but she threw a fish at him and he didn't catch it. 
Yeah, that was a good Seattle thing, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought she had the consideration to not make it a real fish. Um, <laughs> but given the, well, look, I, I don't I don't know how to say this. Um, you know, g- given the implications of a woman carrying a big fish, do you really want to come out of the limo with the fish? I don't I mean, know what you not, mean. Well, you know, it's like, you know, like a, never mind. Did you hear about the woman who went fishing with a bunch of men? No. All right, you don't have to. I know you're gonna. Anyway, back to that. So I, th- I thought that the fish thing. Like, have you ever been to Seattle? That where is they throw so fish? gross. I know. Have you ever been to Seattle where they throw the? No. Uh, Okay, so that there's a fish, you know, I guess it's more than one, but there's a famous fish market there where you can watch these guys uh, load and unload like giant salmon as big as the one she threw at him. Yeah. And they literally take it from a basket and throw it like 50 feet to the next guy and yeah. they catch him every time, which, you know, think about catching a flying. <laughs> yeah, a slippery fish. I can't so imagine. That's, that's a thing in Seattle. And okay. so that was why she did that. And I thought it was clever, but it clearly didn't work. Well, and she also should have, I feel like she kind of got out and threw it at him. I feel like we should have had a little bit more, hey, Seattle, have you ever, just kind of what you just did. Maybe, you know, in five seconds, but get him ready that a fish is about to be thrown yeah. In his face. All right, we have Cassandra too. She was one of yours, I think. Was she an alternate or I can't remember? Um, Cassandra with a C. Cassandra. Yeah, I thought she was really, really pretty. Um, but yeah. she she seemed very shy, and that doesn't bode well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she showed up in a football jersey with a football yeah, and that helmet. Yeah, was dumb. And yeah. it said Mrs. James. That was dumb. But I th- she was really. I thought she was very pretty, very natural. Yeah. Um, which is one reason why I was attracted to her picture, and he just didn't. No. Wouldn't buy. It. She didn't get a rose. We also have Kit, K-I-T, yep. as in the American Girl doll. No, and I want- she, she rolled up. She said, and I quote, I, did, I wasn't feeling the ride share vibe, so I ordered my own car. Yeah, she had the Bentley. She's 21 and still mm-hmm. in school. Yes. Um, very um, New York fashion-y, mm-hmm. the look, the whole with the, with the black that's boots. Her, and the- that's her job. Yeah. She's a fashionista now- with the most Instagram followers of any of the girls, almost right. 50,000. I didn't like the whole look, but here's the other thing. This is another New York thing. Worst dress, Kit or Chelsea, the runway model? Okay, that's a very good question. Chelsea had so much that strappy material thing with the skin showing. Yeah. that did not cover most of her boobs. Right. <laughs> but yeah. so much yeah, dress, very, very but not. Kind of yeah. cutting edge fashion-y type of thing. But yeah. I thought maybe you go a little more low-key for the cocktail party. Yeah. Chelsea um, is memorable because she has the shaved head. So that's. Yes. But he liked her. And I think she, she may be very, as tall um, as him. <laughs> yeah. She, she's, uh, I think there was a time. Did she say 5'11 or am I thinking of something else? I don't but, know. Um, she was tall. But um, I thought she had a really nice smile, and I thought she handled. She seemed really confident when she gave him a hug and stuff. She wasn't kind of mousy, like with the with the you know where we get, where you do the, the hug where the the butt's out. You know, right. you don't really go in. The hug. <laughs> she gave a confident hug. Um, but again, that when they were sitting on the couch talking, um, I can't remember what the scene was, but I remember thinking she was handling herself. She seemed confident, yes, and I she think did. he got that. I think he likes a confident girl. Let's yes. let's quickly go through. Here are some other people who who stood out to me. 
once again, Victoria is clearly going to be the troublemaker. Horrible. She was sloppy drunk by the end of the night. She's you know like a they low rent gave her. Yes, yes, yes. Corinne is like Corinne was at least entertaining, and she sort of yeah. made fun of herself, but in a good you know she she still loved herself, but knew that she was the heel. You know, right? Yeah. I think Victoria actually might believe. Um, that she was entitled to be carried up to the thing. Right. A... And she keeps calling the other girls princess because she's the queen. Well, that or <laughs> which is um, that that would rub on me after the second time. Again, she's there. I told you last week, she's the one that says, will you please tell Matt that Sarah is awful on your date? Thanks in front of everybody. So she's ugh. we I want to talk about Rachel. She mm-hmm. was one of the first ones out of the limo too. Bree Bree was the first one out of the limo. Yes. Rachel came soon after, either third or second, second or third. Rachel is the one that got super teary and emotional at the prayer, and mm-hmm. so I think that shifted something for her. So during her alone time with him, she said. She was one of the ones that was saying, I came on because you hadn't been here either. And so we would be in the same boat. And very emotional. He thought she was great. I think he he whistled when she went up the stairs. It was, she she made an impression on him, as did Bree. She was one of your picks, I know. And and their background is very similar. Yes, I thought Bree was going to get the first impression rose. I did too. But she got the second rose. Remember, like you and I have been she doing did, this long yes. to sort of know. Yes. So you get the first impression rose, and then the for usually the first two or three roses are one, two, three in order. Yes. Like how he prefers them. And Bree got the very first rose at the rose ceremony, so she's she's right there. And Rachel got the the next one. Yeah, he liked Rachel because he of the liked whole Rachel. Connection with the mm. thing. Yep. So Bree, so. this was interesting to me, and I I did not know that. Uh, Bree said that her mom is Persian and her dad was black and he's no longer in the picture. And he leaned in on that big time. And it you could see it in his eyes thinking, she knows exactly what I'm, yeah. I'm going through. Well, it's sort of like the Tasha. what was the guy that Ivan, yes. Tasha Ivan conversation. Yes, so, yeah. it was it was very similar. So I, I that was something that was intriguing to me. But let's get to the the big the big moment of the night would be. The first impression rose given to Abigail, who was mm-hmm. on your list as well. She is deaf, but she has the cochlear device that helps her hear. But if she takes it out, she can't hear anything. And so she told him straight out the gate, I'm deaf and I'm going to be reading your lips and 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 kind of owns it. And then I felt very bad for the prayer because I thought, oh, crap, he just bowed his head. She didn't know what he's saying. <laughs> <clears throat> but she can't, you know, she can't, she but can hear, she can hear, um, she can hear. So hopefully it was good. But she said, I will be reading your lips and was just very open and, and, and jolly about it. And then he finds her. I will point that out as well. He finds her and they sit down and just have a lovely conversation. And there's a moment where you see it click. Did you see it click? Just something yep. clicked and he kissed her big time. Yeah. You saw it. He was moved. He was moved. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, I think this is the, and I'm, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a bold statement. Oh, I, I think this is the best first rose, sele- or first impression rose selection ever. Even better than Emily Maynard. Okay, tell me why you think that. That is okay. a bold statement. Well, 
first of all, I was very impressed with the way she carried herself. She uh-huh. seemed like it, she was patient, right? She was, I, I didn't get to talk to him. I'm so nervous. Well, what? Um, and like you said, he found her. So she clearly made an impression. I thought the first thing to do was to come out and say, yeah, I got this issue. Um, then he's aware of it. But here's why it's such a bulletproof pick. Normally, anyone who gets the first impression rose and a kiss on the first night mm-hmm. is has a target on her back, yep. on her front, on her forehead. I mean, that's yep. the first person they go after. Sort of impossible to go after Abigail. You know, mm. Then you're attacking a handicap. I don't know, I mean, if that's the proper nomenclature, mm-hmm. but you're attacking someone with that issue that's brave enough to come on and be confident. And, mm-hmm. you know, and she just seemed like a nice person. So I think he picked well. Um, I don't think it was a strategic pick. Like he picked no, her because of that reason. Uh-uh. I don't either. Um, but I think she made... I mean, ironically, she really made quite an impression. He seemed very um, impressed with her. So I think it's a great pick. It makes total sense. It wasn't a producer pick, um, although his last two roses were producer picks. True. Ugh. Hannah and Victoria, right? Not Hannah. Anna. Not Hannah. Anna. Sorry. (laughs) Same difference. I made that mistake, too. Me? No, 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 no. Me? You? Step back on the platform. Me? Her? <laughs> Who was the one? Remember the one that like Hannah had? The, I mean, Anna had the, you know, she actually looked at him and said, "Me or her?" Yeah. Um, which you know was was horrible, but embarrassing. But no, who was the one that actually stepped off the platform? Some Remember girl. that? Yes, some girl. Was or awesome. the time that what's his name said the wrong name, and he said, <laughs> "I didn't mean to." It was Jesse Palmer, I think. He's like, "I didn't mean to say her name," and then Chris Harrison has to go fix it, and he says, "You can stay if you want to." <laughs> and she goes, "Okay." <laughs> one more week of you know resort life mansion life at that time so here's the thing that is uh, concerning to me you know how we analyze every little bit of stay tuned for scenes of this season it does not look like abigail is anywhere in there now is she there or is she not is he is there so much chemistry and so much yay that it just leaps off the screen and we have to hide it i don't know I would have thought there would have been at least one shot of her on a date or somewhere and she's nowhere. And that concerned me because I think she's darling. I don't pay attention to that as much as you because I don't, unlike you, um, you do your homework on these. I just kind of watch, you know? Uh And so I, even if I see people, I have no idea. Like, I'm like, who's that? Who's he kissing? And they're, they're usually, um, furtive enough about it to be like, Oh, is that Cassandra or is that Carolyn? You know, you don't know who it is. So you are much more versed than that. I would definitely defer to your opinion on that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did. I, I do agree that, um, I don't remember seeing anything that looked like her in the, um, the final thing. I I Um, will tell you who we see real quick. We see Brie, Chelsea. Yep. We see Kayla. Um, Kristen is in there. She was one of your picks. She's the lawyer. Mm-hmm. We see MJ, Rachel, Kit, Kit, Kit right? a little bit, but Kit's usually with Victoria and they're kind of arguing yeah, with each other. And then Serena P, not Serena C, Serena P. I will say Serena P now has a dot by her name because now they did some Queen Queen's Gambit chess playing in the in the driveway. She's 22. Mm-hmm. And he's 28. I don't know if that's going to. He's 29, I, I think. He's 29 now. Yes, 28 when okay. filming. He's 29 now. She's she's 22. That's. I mean, we are saying, look how young kid is. She's 21. Well, this is one year older. We have 
Most of the women are between 24 and 26, but we do have a 32-year-old Maggie from Ethiopia, and then Victoria. She's pretty. She is. And Victoria is 29. And then wow. maybe two 28s and then a bunch of 24s and 22s. Um, Sarah, do we mention her? She seems to be in the mix. Forgot about Sarah. Yes, definitely mm. Sarah's in the mix. She was low radar this episode, but again, clearly something blows up. Oh, and we didn't even talk about how new people come in the season. That's a thing ah. now, I guess, including that girl. What's her name? Maybe Heather, the tall blonde girl from Colton season who had never been kissed before. Oh, that's who that yes. was. Okay, and thank I you for solving that for me. Well, I didn't. Somebody else did, who I was watching with last night. They knew. They remembered Colton season. Today I read, I was trying to research, who is she again? And that's why I remembered her face, is because she's the girl who's never been kissed. But here's the connection, is that she quarantined with, she's very good friends with Hannah Brown, who quarantined with Tyler and Matt at the beginning when everybody was locked in their houses. Ah. So I think there's some sort of, like, she knows Matt Is this James. a Peter Kelly connection? By the way, yes. they just broke up. They did, did we break that? up. We oh, did so not sad. announce that. I'm very sorry to report. And then JP and Ashley's marriage is gone. And what's his name? And what's her name? You know who I'm talking I about. I did notice that JP and Ashley said that they were separating after six years or whatever. So hopefully, yeah. look, they got kids, so I don't want to be cynical about that. I hope they work that out and, you know. And what? They... who's the other one? Why can't I remember their names? You know, they rolled around in paint. They met on Paradise. They had a kid. Jade Roper's her friend. Yeah, yeah. Evan and Evan, Evan and, Carly. and Carly. They are divorcing too. Terrible. <sighs> Sad. Anyway, so that's who I think are are front runners right now. If you had to pick, if you had to pick two or three right now, who who needs to be on brackets? Because we are doing our bracket with last night's game. There's going to be a link in the show notes. You should go over there, join us. It's super fun. If you had to choose two or three people, two or three ladies to put on a bracket that you think for sure should be on there, who would who would it be? Okay, so I'm going to go with Bree. Yeah, I thought she made a great um, second impression. I guess she got the the second rose out of the gate. I would go with Abigail. I'm going to I'm going to hang in there with Abigail. I think we should. I think, I think she's we should. Make it for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then I would also go with MJ. So it was my big oh, surprise. Girl. Okay. Um, because I thought um, Matt seemed, um, he seems like he's a person that likes to laugh, you know, he kind of, yeah. uh, he seems like he's easy to kind of get to get laughing. And she seems like she had a great sense of humor. Um, and then if I, you know, I feel kind of iffy about Rachel, but I thought, okay. she, you know, that whole faith connection might play out. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason, I think Kristen, the attorney from Virginia okay. Beach, I'm still still about her. Those are my four. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I'm, I think, uh, how long do you think Victoria's going to last? Uh, they've got to keep her around at least four yeah, weeks, she, I would think. Yeah, four or five yeah, weeks. Her and, her and Kit are going to go at it. And, yeah. I would say those are the two. And then I think Katie is around just, again, because she she's kind of willing to do anything. And I think Katie's going to be the one that fights with Victoria, too. Because yeah. Katie's not afraid. And, 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 and. Yeah, I think yeah. she's going to be around. I think we need to add Sarah to that list for sure. Um, I'm still sticking with Serena P. And I'm still sticking with Kayla. So I would I would add those in to all of what that. What is it mix. about Kayla? Because I didn't see it. 
Yes, you did. Kayla's from North Carolina, and he I likes know, that she's she, a hometown girl, yeah, and they drank oh, sweet yeah, tea she, in the back of the truck, and she's very, very beautiful yeah. and pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I don't know. It, I, don't okay. know if, I don't know if it's going to last very long, but I think I, I think we should put Chelsea in there, too. I think Chelsea's... He's intrigued by Chelsea. He's, he's enamored yeah. with her. I mean, she's when you model, don't have to bend over to hug somebody, that's got to be yeah. great on your back. I don't know. Yeah. She's interesting. Um, and then uh, we also got another look at the ambulance last night. I'm excited mm, about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't Somebody want anyone to get seriously in injured. Yeah, mm. I don't want anyone to get seriously injured, but I'm wondering who gets clocked. Mm. Um, can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you know what it's like drinking through a fire hose means? Everybody knows. <laughs> well, first of all, even if you don't know... The reason it's a metaphor is so you can picture something that's more difficult to communicate uh-huh. in a very simple way. Do you remember the scene in Anchorman when, um, where Christina Applegate orders some drink and uh, he says, that's an impressive, Will Ferrell says, that's an impressive order. And she's like, when in Rome? And he goes, go on. <laughs> that's what I thought of. I'm like... It's like drinking from a fire hose. It's so obvious what that means. Who was who screwed that up? Victoria. Oh, okay, I don't remember. I don't. She was yeah. saying, "Well, then I can quench your thirst," and I went, mm. "Yeah, that's not what it means." <laughs> and then he was very polite when he, he was, said that. Yeah. He was trying to explain it. Bless his heart. So nice. Oh, when in Rome. And back by popular demand, my mother gives her opinion on The Bachelor. It's going to be a weekly clip, and I call it Moments with Mama. I watched The the Bachelor last night with this this tall boy, uh, Matt James. I think he's, he's going to be really, really good. He's going to be really nice. There was a shot in there of uh, our host, uh, Chris Harrison. What in the world has he done to his hair? I don't like it. He's so good looking, but but the, the, the color of that hair is just, that's not right. I want him to, I want him to think about that and maybe try to wash that out of his hair. I hope so because I plan on wa- watching um, some episodes this year. Because I think it's going to be pretty good. So please, uh, Mr. Harrison, get, get that brown hair back to whatever you had before. Because I really did like it before. I'll let him know, Mama. I'll send him a tweet. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I wanted to let you know that we have a bachelor bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. I've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out. It's super fun, super easy, and takes about 30 seconds to fill out. Come on and join us. And if you'd like to read a recap of the premiere episode of Matt James' season, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years and years and decades of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. And make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter. 
and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books with a spine and they can sit on a shelf. So cool. Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.